0: A good fight but i don't give a shit check it out it, it's a little it's uh going with the theme of this week jorge masvidal versus ray backyard fights number one and two
1: do you know Come okay on. all right let's start the episode right here welcome back to girly mma fan uh episode seven with gabe here um so we were just talking about changing the fight for fights to rewatch and um I just realized that Gabe doesn't follow my MMA content on IG because I literally reposted <laughs> the fight. Literally reposted the fight that he's trying to say fights to rewatch. Like what the fuck you're supposed well, to be my co-host, bro?
0: Well, first thanks for uh throwing me under the bus again right off the bat. We're starting but How to get you into know what, here, you right? know,
1: I mean like w- w- we got to have that rivalry, you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta talk shit. You gotta defend yourself. This is this is our real relationship, you guys. Constantly jabbing <laughs> right, at right. each other,
0: <laughs> all day, every day. But my my thought was, yeah, we should wa- rewatch Jorge Masvidal versus Ray one and two classic battle. I mean, myself, that's where I first heard of Jorge, right? Right. Seeing the backyard Brawls with Kimbo Slice. You know, and
1: you can see Kimbo in the background, okay? This is where George Masvidal really got started, was in the backyard uh, fights, backyard, like straight up fighting in the hood. And this motherfucker, you watch this shit and he does not go down. Well, if you wa- if you really go back and watch these fights, you'll understand the type of fighter that Mo- George Masvidal really is. You really understand the fucking toughness that comes with George I've I- I've seen a lot of people talking shit online, you know what I mean, about... Oh, George Masvidal thinks he's this, and he thinks he's that, and, you know, he, he's hot on his shit, you know, and for me, it's like, no, if you've been watching Masvidal for such a long time, he's always been like that. He's always fucking been like a game-bred fighter, right? So, for people to say that, if you watch, go back and watch these YouTube fights, honestly... You'll know this motherfucker ain't scared of shit. He fucking fought dudes twice as big as him. Right. You think he's gonna fucking be sc- with no f- just bare knuckle? You think he's gonna be scared of some fucking glove at? Ad- like, no, it's not. It's just even- that's why I believe in George all so much. I know that the skills at some point have to come in into play. I understand that.
0: All around skills.
1: I feel like his tenacity and his his fearless attitude it definitely helps him in the get in the cage, like one hundred percent.
0: Right. I mean, what like you said, that's Jorge right there. You watch those fights with Ray. It's classic Jorge, right? His stand-up, his speed, his counter, very slick. But then also his dog mentality, right? Like, let's get it anytime, anywhere. Um, against exactly. whoever. And that's why he, he's the baddest motherfucker, BMF, right?
1: All right, so getting on to a little bit more of a serious topic I wanted to talk about, and it would not be okay if we didn't mention – Obviously, this last couple of weeks, we did find out that um, Khabib, Khabib's father passed away. He had been dealing with uh, some reported issues, health issues for the last few weeks. Um, obviously, a huge loss to the game. He was always in his corner. Um, it's just really sad. I don't know how uh, Khabib's really going to do and um, not having him there in his corner. He's always been his biggest supporter and his biggest training partner. So, um, rest in peace to him. Um,
0: yeah, no, it's uh, it's a tough situation, right? It's the reality of what we're li- living in right now with uh, you know, the coronavirus going everywhere. Um, you know, he's a legend in Russia and um, Pakistan, where they're from. How many guys he's brought up through the, you know, through the wrestling program, not only MMA fighters but just wrestlers in general, right? And um, you know, I've experienced some some conversations with Khabib. So I actually train, or I, I used to, right, train AKA. I also work right across the street from AKA. So I've had a lot of encounters that could be walking to the gym or at the gym. One of the nicest dudes you could ever meet. Humble, um, and that's, always thinking. And, and I want to
1: make sure, I just want to make, like, mention the amount of support the day that he passed away. Wow. I, I went on Instagram, I swear to you every single post was rip 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 supporting fighters coming to support media coming to support kabib i mean every single person in the mma world including connor mcgregor one of his biggest art you know arch en- enemies like came in and paid his respects which props to them you know obviously this is something that's really hard for Khabib, and to have all that support i'm sure that is a little comforting. I know it's not much, but you know, it's nice to know that your community has your back like that, you know?
0: Really? It just goes to show the respect they have for K- Khabib, right? And and for his father, every, you know, we always see Khabib talking about his father and what he meant to him and all that, right? So we all understand what type of man he was and all. So I believe that's just a show of respect towards Khabib and everything. And I tell you what, when I saw all those, you know, posts from all these different kind of fighters, I was like, wow. That's some love.
1: That's, you know, that's it was straight up love. Um, You know, obviously with that happening that was a really sad thing that happened during the week and then we have leading up to ufc 251 we obviously have all of the COVID 19 case positive cases that came out of this so since the last time we talked we were under the impression that gilbert burns was going to do main event against usman that is no longer happening unless i don't know how you wouldn't know that if you're hiding under a fucking rock because everyone should know that even the most casual fans should fucking know that, okay? Um, Gilbert Burns obviously tested COVID positive for COVID nineteen, as well as the latest two. Um, I think the second one that we found out about was um, George Moswall's coach, Mike Brown. Also, he won't be able to be cornering him during the to UFC two fifty one. Pedro Muñoz munoz right. um, out of uh the fight with frankie edgar huge upsetting fucking news when i saw that i don't think there's any mention of a replacement as of right now
0: right i haven't heard anything of, as far as replacement I, I looked up uh frankie edgar on social media he's still in the states as far as i could see so
1: all right so i just want to make a quick me- quick mention all we've been talking about is ufc i wanted to throw a quick mention in there Once everything is back to normal, don't be so just to the listeners do not be surprised when I start bringing up the conversations with other promotions like Bellator, um, PFL, Invicta, other because that's just the way that I watch MMA, right? Me and Gabe are the type of people that we watch almost every promotion, um, RFA, um, Legacy. About that, talking about that though, there was one of the first, um, Promotions other than UFC to come back was Invicta, so they had an um, uh, you know event this past weekend. There's a couple fighters on there that I was like, you know, okay, I got my eye on you, and you gotta realize for you casual fans, Invicta FC is something that you almost can call like a minor league for the UFC, for the women's divisions. So. If you don't understand maybe now you can kind of understand this perspective of how we as fight fans would like to see those fighters because this is why me and Gabe have the knowledge that we have i believe is that we watch all these low-ranked fighters lower ranked fighters and get to really get to know these fighters in smaller promotions like or i don't want to say smaller because Bellator is pretty huge now but when we were watch it it was like you know and a lot of people like with pfl a lot of people don't know that was that that it used to be PFL. Justin Ga- Gaethje came from uh, World Series of Fighting. Real, it right. used to be World Series Marley, of Fighting, right? You lose a lot of fighters Marley, that Marley, came. Marley. There's a lot of fighters that came out of there, and you know, you don't really get to know that until you really start to watch these uh, fighters. And this is why we know about them when they become before they even become big. It's because we watch promotions like that. So somebody I really had my eye on, was just a couple people. Um, I know Gabe, you had we had talked about it a little bit. It was Chelsea Chandler, right? She was a actually she went up in weight, took this fight on short notice for featherweight division. This is why it interested me because you we've already had discussions about the featherweight division, right? In my opinion, she's a Team Gracie fighter. She is a great she's great at jiu-jitsu, right? Also. Scrappy as fuck and she's from Stockton. She won first round, by the way, in the first uh, with a minute left in the round. And she won by submission. But the way that she set up that submission was by those those hands. Yo, yo, she fought Olivia Parker. Olivia Parker caught those hands. Because let me tell you, that's some she has that very scrappy, Stockton, Nate Diaz, Nick Diaz type of fight. So I'm excited to see what she has to do. She's still kind of deciding if she wants to stay in featherweight. I would be excited if she actually popped off on uh, featherway way and maybe had some possible contenders for the UFC.
0: Yeah, she's so young. You know, she's so young. I think she needs a couple more fights, right? Of course. Of course. Um,
1: and that's what that's what Invictus is for. You know, that's... Work her there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Work her there.
1: Um, the next fight, and you know, the last one I want to mention is Trisha Cicero. She fought Laura Gallardo.
0: Um,
1: she right. won by split decision. This was a completely different... Uh, ma- this was kind of an odd matchup, kind of one of those fights that you know, Trisha is a um she has a karate background so she fought a wrestler like all-american wrestler the point is here that i wanted to mention her she trains at att her last camp that she had she trained with joanna jungjeche during her camp and she's training with amanda nuys who helped her get this fight and evicted so that was her debut and she looked great against a wrestler my point is if you're gonna come in as a stand-up fighter right you better make sure that you know how to defend takedowns to be able to stand up and fucking fight on the mat because this ain't no motherfucking stand-up fighting. You need to be able to bring that to the table. And I think that, that was a, this was a great kind of fight to really showcase that she could do that against an all-American wrestler. Now, was she that great? I don't know. We'll see. She still needs a few more fights in Invicta, but keep your eyes on that name. Just wanted to do a quick mention with those. All right, so let's get right into UFC 251. Um, I just want to do a quick disclosure that if I'm wrong on anything, Gabe will be sure to motherfucking correct me because he was sure to correct me. (laughs) when i said i was like oh my god this fanny's gonna be outside and gabe was like no it's not and i was like (laughs) this is why you're my co-host bro (laughs) let's talk about uh yes island ufc fight island is real i went back after Gabe's rude corrections and (laughs) made sure that i knew what the fuck i was talking about yes he was right to be there is an outside like octagon which uh gabe had told me that they're gonna use for some type of like um i don't know pre-fight Train? training right. or something like that i did go back and i don't know if you've seen this gabe. have you seen the inside venue it looks like a fucking tent am i lying
0: it does I, I it looks like a tent looked like an airplane hanger type of thing. It was like, um, yeah, it it looks like a tent, basically, a large.
1: Let's start off with the main event. What do you got to say, Gabe? Because I know I feel like we have very different views on here, and I just put my notes on here, and we just had a little conversation about the performance that Usman's going to have and whether he believes that you can have both, a smart fight and an entertaining fight i beg to differ unless you're like no, George. No, no.
0: First, first i said you have to win and entertain not smart i never said okay smart. okay i said first, first okay thing you gotta fair win enough. fair
1: enough could, because i don't if, remember if exactly win, what he said and
0: this, is, and this is as a champion right as a champion if you could win and entertain at the same time that's perfect but at the end of the day, you got to win as champion, build that legacy, keep making that money, right? Because as champion, you get pay-per-view points. <laughs> so I'm talking as Usman, right? What Usman has to do, what he's going to do, he's going to win. That's what he's always shown, right? The last fight he threw down with uh, Colby Cummington. Because that, that was the smartest fight for him, right? Both are great wrestlers. And he believed he could outstrike him, which he did, broke his jaw yeah. draw- off. So my thing is this, Usman, right, he, he's going to dictate where it happens. And that's the great advantage of being a real class wrestler, right? Whether they're fun or not, entertaining or not, they dictate where the fight happens, right? Meaning, hey, if you got better stand-up, I'm going to take your ass down, keep you down there, ground and pound you, right? Hey, if, if you got great jiu-jitsu, horrible stand-up, I'm going, I'm going to stand up with you and beat you there. So Usman decides where this fight happens, if he doesn't allow his pride and, you know, right, to, and whatever gets to him,
1: I am not against this, this theory. Me, there's two things that I am going to make very clear. I know what's smart and I know what the fuck Usman should do. But that is me thinking as a fighter, right? As somebody that if I were Usman, as a fight fan, I don't want to fucking see Usman lay on fucking George Boss for fucking
0: No one does. Nobody does. I get
1: that. That's my point. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I I want nothing more than to see Usman come out there and really show out on his diversity. How you just said, how you just said, for him to be able to control the fight, I'm going to stand up with you for a bit, but then I'm going to take your ass down because I'm smart. Like, I I want him to do that, okay? Because if he does that, he will win that fight. But if he tries to stand there and let his pride get, a, like, over him, he's going to get knocked the fuck out.
0: <laughs> right. No, I agree with that. It, it, the only, honestly, the only place that Masvidal could win this fight is standing up. And the only way this fight happens standing up is if Uzman allows it to be standing up. Uzman yeah, and goes, I
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. I completely agree with you.
0: Long story short, what I'm saying is, Usman is going to dictate where this fight happens, right? Of course, he's going to stand with him a bit, but he's not really going to put himself in in bad situations. I don't believe if he does, that's on him. Whatever happens after that, you no, know, hey, that's on. So so you're you're I, you're taking
1: Usman is. for this fight,
0: obviously. So let me tell as, you, hold up. Okay. I'm, I, my money is off these and I'm rooting for Mossville. If you know what I mean, right? I mean, of course, theory, I'm not of course. Because that's boy, exactly I'll where be I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm at, also. And listen, I'll be rooting for Mossville. I mean,
1: listen. Um, I was on Twitter the other day, and I had posted. I said, "Let's just illustrate this scenario, okay." Masvidal's in the game for 17 years. Finally gets a fucking title shot in the middle of a pandemic on six-day notice. Cuts 20 fucking plus pounds. Passes like six COVID tests. Makes the deal happen in the money. Flies over and beats Usman. But if we look break it down and analyze it, Thank the chances you. of this happening, guys, as much as you want me to side with you as a fan, I can't be fucking in denial and stupid to tell you what I want, you know, to tell you that Masvidal's gonna win unless he knocks him out. You know, I we just... I, I want to be with the fans. I am a fan, but it's just not realistic, guys. I'm worried about Masvidal's kick. He likes to do all of these kicks and knees and all these oblique, like, kind of oblique kicks, kind of. You can't do that with the wrestler. And the, all, my point is that Us, uh, Masvidal, all his tools on his belt cannot overpass Usman. Unless it's a knockout, he's gonna take your ass down. You know what I mean? I, 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 I love this fight. I just I don't and I love Masvidal, but I cannot see him winning this fight if it is not in the first or second round in a knockout. Sorry, right. guys. Sorry. I wanted to make a quick mention. Did you see the post about Usman's father?
0: Usman's mother? No. Father. I have... Father.
1: Usman coming up denied himself from being on pay-per-views because his father was in prison for ten plus years. And he knew if he got on pay-per-view that his dad would not be able to watch him on pay-per-view. So he stayed on broadcast. So he got out last February, guys. Did you know that game?
0: No, I didn't. I haven't heard 10 years.
1: He got for fraud, insurance, some shit. Uh, had to pay back a bunch of money. I never knew the reason why he didn't do a pay-per-view. And that's, that's fucking crazy. Like, he knew his dad in prison wouldn't be able to watch him, so he stayed on TV where they could watch him.
0: Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in Usman, though. If that's the case. And he knew his dad was watching him in prison, and he was still only giving 30%, 40%. It was, no, come on. Your pops is watching you. You're over here. Oh, this is only thirty percent of me. Like, come on, bro! Everyone, just give me a give me
1: some validation of what an asshole Gabe is right now, please.
0: <laughs>
1: what the hey. fuck, Gabe? I just told a beautiful story, and you go
0: shit on Usman? You're an asshole. <laughs> hey, I used to hate when he would say that. You know, oh, this is thirty percent. Like. Bro, what are you doing giving me 30%? You're out here fighting, fool.
1: Get out of here with
0: that bullshit. But in reality, I mean, maybe he was telling the truth because that guy is a beast.
1: You guys, I know you're gonna, not going to take this well, but unfortunately, Gabe and I are taking Usman. We, it's very important to note that we are rooting for, for Masvidal, though
0: hundred percent we're gonna we're
1: gonna get shit for this i already know we are
0: (laughs) all right you gotta pick a side
1: you can't just not pick a side you know what i mean um all right so let's get into the next fight the next championship fight
0: so uh, it's an interesting fight honestly um i don't like what max i don't like the situation for max really right 'Cause he's putting himself in a tough situation. Once you lose two fights against the champion, you're pretty much screwed, right? I mean, if he loses his fight, he's pretty much I would say done as far as not done. When I say done, I don't mean like That's done, aggressive. Done. That be, is
1: aggressive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold up. He's still gonna be top three, top five guy. But I mean, for him to get a title shot of Volkanovski remains as champion after losing twice, you don't have to So just curious, on this fight, you think it's going to play out the same, or how did you how did you view the first fight? Because a lot of people kind of believe, you know, not um, a lot of people. Look, there's some I people think that Max, Max, did Max did enough. Won.
1: I don't Ooh. know. I definitely don't think that he won that fight. Max did enough to stay in that fight. I do not think he did enough to win those rounds at all. I rewatched that fight, and there's no way. I love Max Holloway. I fucking love him. But uh, Alex won that fight. R- we, we, Max Holloway kept up. Okay. We all wanted him to win, but he did not win that fight. Don't be unfair to fucking Alex. Come on.
0: So I, I don't even think it was close. I, honestly, I had. No, but he Alex, did.
1: He, he, he kept up with the fight.
0: So I had Alex winning the first three rounds, the last two rounds. Honestly, I still think Alex won, but I was... I gave him all
1: five rounds.
0: So I, I did too. And, but the last two, I was trying to give it to Holloway. Oh, for dude, the fact I, that everybody. way better than he did the first three rounds. But sorry, you can't give someone a round for looking better than he did the first three rounds.
1: Exactly. Um, and, and I'm sorry, but I agree with you. I gave him all five rounds. I know that's going to piss people. Max did not win a fucking round in that fight. I'm sorry.
0: No, he didn't. I mean, he got his legs chewed up. Yo, know, that's, you know, hey, Max, t- and Max... You know really and you know what? And you know what,
1: guys? Let's talk about who's in this division that that's going to be a real threat for. You think he's not going to be using leg kicks for motherfuckers? Like, if he Zaire. wins this fight... If Yair. Yair, Yair. Like,
0: yeah Like,
1: come on. He's going to chop motherfuckers down. Yeah. So, who are we taking on this fight?
0: From what I see, I mean, Alexander... I mean, look at the run he's on you know what I mean? I mean, he beat Holloway, he beat Aldo, he beat Mendez. Those are his last three. You can't really beat that. That, that are the three greatest at 145, potentially, right? And he's hungry. He's still trying to be a great, right? Where Max, I think once he moved up to 155, it showed that that he wasn't fully committed to the 145 division, right? So, um, Max, I mean without volkanovski might be small, but he has the reach, right? So I, I got volkanovski It's kind of like I believe he's going to win, but I'm rooting for Max. Same thing as the first fight.
1: Look, I got the same fucking pick. I cannot get past volkanovski's um kicks. Like I cannot get past it. He's gonna use that to advantage, he's gonna slow Max down. 100 percent max has that movement to where if you slow him down he's not going to perform the same he's not you're gonna i'm going to take volkanovsky in this fight i'm gonna say i'm rooting for max holloway but if he doesn't win, i'm calling max moving up to
0: 155 100 percent has to there's nothing else he can do at 145 nothing. he's not going to wait around he has to go up to 155 start putting some muscle and weight on
1: exactly all right, that was a good one, guys. Um, Jan versus Jose Aldo. I have made my opinions about this very clear in past episodes. I think the last time me and Gabe spoke on the last episode, we had talked about um, this and I was disappointed. I felt that Jose Aldo got this shot. I just don't feel it's deserving I don't um, appreciate Jose Aldo. I understand that one of his last fights was controversial. I understand that. And, you know, it's Jose Aldo. You got to give him a shot. I get I get that people are saying that. Um, in all reality, he's coming off of losses and he should not be getting this shot, period. I don't give a shit. Like, I really don't. And I'm not taking that back. So, Gabe, what do you got to say about this fight?
0: Well, so, so I agree with you, right? Although it's coming off two losses. But in reality, um, I personally think he won the last fight, right? Against right. Uh, Controversial, Marais.
1: but at the end of the day, it's a loss. It is a it loss is in a, your record. It,
0: it, it, it's a loss in your record, right? But in, in the eyes of fight fans or the eyes of Dana White, it wasn't a loss. Um, Without saying. I get
1: that, with me included. I get that. But let's be fair and fucking play this fair to fair. Like, let's. Let's play this the way it's supposed to be played. Like you lost the fight, on your record it's a loss, because sorry, but ten years from now no one's gonna fucking remember your controversial loss.
0: So, so all I gotta say on that is we look at John Jones, right? His record, whatever it is twenty-three, twenty-five and one. We don't look at that one as a loss, right? Even though it's a loss in the record books, that fool's still undefeated. If you ask, uh, you know. 100 here, people, there. 90 of them going to say that guy's never lost before. In this case, I don't know. I don't know. It's not that that crazy. But, all right, real talk, I'm taking Aldo in this fight. I'm, I'm taking, taking Aldo. Al-
1: I'm taking Aldo in this fight as well. Let's move on.
0: Oh, get out of here. Aldo, his career, like, he was a guy for 10 years, right? Then he had those two losses. Forever. Two, Forever, two losses, yeah. Or the loss to um, Connor, the two losses to Matt. Lost to Alexander Volkanovsky. So we kind of have written him off, right? How good of a story would this be, right? Him going through all those losses, all those difficulty, difficult times, to come change weight classes, go down in weight, which you don't see a lot of people do, and win a, a, another UFC title. I'm not saying individual. I disagree
1: with you. I'm just saying that I've wanted Peter Yan to possibly win this fight, and I don't see him winning this fight.
0: So I actually... i I mean you probably don't like it for peter Young. but i like it as a fight fan right i believe this fight has all the potential be fight of the night you got two bangers here two guys that love standing up it's gonna be a good fight for
1: sure i'm not taking that away from you for sure
0: powerful powerful hands right both guys like walking the opponent down this is going to be a matchup to see who who's the bigger guy who's the batter guy who's going um control the center of the octagon who's going to be pressing the guy back that's what I, I'm looking forward to see who's going who's going to take the center and own it really I think Aldo I know he hasn't done it in years but if he uses his leg kicks like he he was famously known as the best leg kicker forever he hasn't um used them but this is the thing if you look at Peter Young uh he fought Jimmy Rivera right and Jimmy Rivera in my eyes put it on him the first two rounds beat his ass you know kicked his front leg out so peter and Jan when his stand is great but he's really heavy on the front leg
1: yeah he, he is, is perfect, perfect perfect for a leg
0: kicker right and perfect. that's great peter and if Jan, he, the motherfucker's not gonna from, check
1: those kicks i'm sorry motherfucker, you're gonna lose this fight
0: so exactly so i think aldo i mean if aldo i mean of course uh, Jan hasn't lost in the UFC, but there is a blueprint for how to beat him. And you look at that Rivera fight, right? You got to be slick. You got to, um, you know, you got to faint your punches. You got to um, circle to the left, circle the right after. You got to low kick him. And you got to survive the end of the round. Oh, Check it sorry. out. sorry.
1: Gabe's coming through with Jan, the analysis right now.
0: Yo, know, so if you look at that fight, he knocked him down the last 10 seconds of the first and second round, right? So, right. so, I mean, Aldo needs to be aware of that. He's going to try to burst at the end, Gian is, and try to take the round for close rounds, right? right. So, if he could avoid that, if, he could, if Aldo could survive the first two minutes, at times people say his chin's questionable. But if you look at the fight with Mariah, he, he took a, a licking and he didn't even, I mean, he got rocked right off the bat by a head kick. Besides that, I don't think he got rocked the rest of the fight. And Mariah, is one of the baddest dudes in the weight division, right? Yeah. So um, I think his chin is better than most people give him credit. So honestly, I think Peter Young is a little overrated. He really has
1: Um, I could not agree with you more. Petre Jan, I feel like one of those fighters that has been labeled to be a lot way bigger than he actually is. He has not really fucking been up there with the elite fighters to showcase his actual fighting, right?
0: Right. I'm so just let me tell you real quick, right? So, Jan, what is he, 4 and 0 in the UFC, I believe, 5 and 0? So, so he's fought Faber, he's fought John Dobson. These are the big names, all right? Well, Faber, well, John he's Dobson. Like,
1: he's like 5 0 in the UFC.
0: 5 and 0? So, so he, who are the big names or who are the guys he's fought? Faber, it's, Dobson, it's Jin
1: Su's son, and then Douglas Andrea. Andri- Andrade, uh, John Dalton, Jimmy Riv- Rivera, uh, and, and um, you're a Faber. favorite. Let's, let's just talk about that. Okay. All right. So let That's me tell you real washed quick. washed up Check
0: shit. Hold up. So first, I love Faber. So easy there. Anyways, Faber, yeah, he's old. I get it. I haven't counted that victory because, I mean, he's old, right? He's not the same guy. Listen. He's Just here. <laughs> here he's a gatekeeper so okay Rivera. who else you be right, that's why
1: i'm saying who else you be like anyway All
0: right
1: so um we're taking we're both taking jose aldo in this fight jessica andrade versus rose n'dijumus two dose I did my homework and I made sure that I remembered things correctly, but it just validated everything that I really honestly thought It's just like, um, this was a fluke. (laughs) Um, even with your wrestling, it still wasn't enough to stop Rose from fucking your shit up the entire fucking time. Rose was winning until she wasn't is what happened. And I just watched this fight last night, and I know you've seen that. I'm so excited about talking about it. It's just me watching that back, bro. What a beautiful performance from uh, Rose. Like, it it was just more validating that she was beating the fuck out of her until she was winning that fight 100% until she wasn't. And that's the shitty part. Because if she would have went up and went to the side on that fucking Kimura or whatever it was that she was going for, I think it was uh, she was trying to land uh, a... Kamora. If she would have went to the right, she would have landed on the, and not on her, she would have ran to the right and landed right in the spot that she needed to land before landing, instead of landing on her hand. But that was her bad, and I don't think that she's going to make that mistake again. I'm taking 100% Rose in this fight. I have no doubt in my mind that just, that uh, Rose is going to be champion again.
0: Ooh, nice. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm taking Rose on this fight. I know. I was just say Rose. Right? Rose, if she could do what she did first round, just keep her, keep her on the end of her jab. I mean, um, Jessica's a lot shorter, way less reach. So Rose just needs to keep her at the end of the jab, um, circle away from her power shot. And when she backs up, I, I noticed that she did keep her chin up, right? So she needs to make sure when Rose backs up, she keeps her chin down, stays away from those power shots and you know i guess let go of the kimura next time right besides that she dominated the fight um let's not understate andrade because she is a beast former world champion prior to the rose when fight, she was knocking out
1: rose has what it takes in toughness and she she also has the jujitsu to fucking make this shit happen for her
0: uh it's a good fight you know i mean rose i got rose in it all i'm saying you can never count out a power puncher I know. whatsoever, I know. especially I, in MMA Look boxing. what happened
1: last time. Come on. Yep. And, and it was nothing to do with her strength, by the way. It was just her slamming her on the ground, if any of you guys were wondering. And actually, Andraja's corner kept calling. She kept calling that slam. Did you hear that? i seen that. Yeah, um, I know. that. Yeah, so they were planning for it. So, you know, obviously this was a mistake by Rose. Uh, moving on to the next fight. <laughs> so now we're going into the Paige Van Zandt war versus uh, Amanda Hiba's fight.
0: All right. Um, all right, Amanda Hiba. This chick is amazing. She is well-rounded everywhere. She's blacked out in Judo, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And if you watch any of her last couple fights, she has amazing stand-up. She has, like, that fast twitch muscle that I'm... that just super quick, super powerful. There's advantages, disadvantages, her cardio with that f- fast twitch muscle, right? But if you look at her last fight with um, Mackenzie Dern, she looked fresh around three. So I don't think that should be an issue. I believe she's better than Paige everywhere. I'm going let him finish. Thank you. He, uh, she's better than Paige everywhere, standing up on the ground. I don't see anywhere that Paige could beat her. The question is, really, how's Rebus going to look at 125, this being her first fight at 125? Um, I'm, I'm just curious to see how her speed and her power um, transfers over to a higher weight division besides that i have no question rebus is going to take this victory and uh really it's kind of fucked up on dana white feeding uh, feeding um van jack to the wolf in her last fight this reminds me back in the day yeah, a lot of beef with tito and and on um, tito's last fight with the ufc he threw him in there with y- loyal to Mishita, which at the time was undefeated um, uh, beast.
1: So you you think and, that uh, Dana's I, doing this out of spite?
0: Out of spite, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He knows that Van Zant ain't going to sign here, so he's trying to knock a little of her, uh, you know, name recognition or, or or whatever off. And I mean, it's a smart move. And then also, what he's doing, he's giving Rebus a name. He's going, he's hoping that Rebus wins, and he could promote her that much more once. Once she beats, uh,
1: Van Alright, well, Gabe has made his stance clear. Am I doubting that Amanda Hebus is going to beat Paige Van Zandt? No. About why does everybody so wet about Amanda Ebus? I watched back some of her fights. Who has she beat? Let's look at her fucking record, and I... She looked good against... Random Mark, I have no confidence in uh, in Re- Marcos. So she beat her. Then she goes off to beat Whit- Whitmire, who's four and three, beats the shit out of her, obviously, right? Am I saying that Hebus is not skilled? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that people are
0: putting too much on her too fast. So just going off the Random Marcos, actually, and she's an, uh, a a really good fighter, well-rounded, and she does have some good victories under her. You Angela Hill? Yeah,
1: Angela yeah. Hill. And Angeline Hill is not who she beat. Who is Angela Hill today?
0: Right. When she, when she beat Tisha Torres, Tisha Torres was a favorite to win the Ultimate Fighter Show. Tisha Torres uh, beat Rose Dami I never believed in of Rebus. at the time. Song. Undefeated. Undefeated. So that was a big victory. She also beat Carla Esparza, which was a former champion. Mm-hmm. So that's another victory.
1: You, 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 you're going to set her off? Because of a win over Marcos? Sorry. No, yeah. no, no one's
0: setting her off. Okay. So, what I'm saying is first, you got, you got, she has to pass the eye test. You watch her fight, then she passes the she's eye test. She's a good fighter, like you, I said
1: in the beginning me, of this.
0: Tell me another up and coming girl that, uh, that has her stand up. There's no one really with her stand up like that. I just and said that she's a on, great then, fighter,
1: but we're going to, I feel like this is going too fast. This is going way
0: too fast. For a division that's weak, hold on, for a division that's uh, weak. And that's important. Right, that's it, important. It, it's not fast, right? They they, they got to find up-and-coming contenders, uh, title challengers, and for a girl to win three in a row beating McKenzie Durham, which was the hottest female prospect around for the last couple of years, there's something that goes to that, right? So this is another step up. Now she gets a pay-per-view uh, spot. She looks good. She's going to get another big name. She's going to get another. She's, she beats um, Van Zandt. You know she's what? Let's talk Had about Paige mo- Van Zandt. Away for a from the title Let's fight. talk
1: about Van Zandt for a second. Obviously, she has some defeats in her career, okay? We really don't know if she's done. The level of competition, like Beck Rawling, she beat the fuck out of. So it's like, okay, so we're kind of in between here. So can we really write her off? because the competition that she really has fought against has been elite the people that she has won has not been low enough for her us to write her off do you know what i'm saying
0: let's see what you're saying she's definitely lost against the upper echelon of the weight division um you know the big the big fights that she has rose and watterson she lost both of them right? she's
1: durable as fuck
0: well we're going to see how durable she is uh on saturday because She's going to take a beating. Oh, from you Rene don't think Marston she was durable she was after the stanga. Rose
1: fight? Nah. You don't think she was durable after the Rose or, or Watterson fight?
0: Come no, on. Um, Watterson. W- no no offense. Watterson, she's a name. I get but that. There, no I way, get that. No okay. way. No way. In how is she going compare to Reba's Going stanga. back to a gatekeeper. I mean, come
1: on. That's what she is right now at this point. But uh. what I'm saying is that some. what does she prove? She proved that she could fight with the big dogs, but when she got back rolling, she beat she she proved that she could still take out fucking lower ranked fighters. That's what she proved. And that's what's important. So can we really write her off? And including writing her, her off. I just can't see myself completely writing Paige on off. This is one of the best. This is one of the biggest prospects, you know. When she first came into the sport, she was huge. And so she performed to that.
0: Was she was she big prospect off her ability or off of... Her hotness, her, come on. Or her her persona and... Her, and, persona. and, her, and her, her
1: media presence, okay?
0: Yes, exactly. I so get it, me, I get it. The, that, that's that like the whole... Was
1: I get that, I get that. But at the same time, can you say that that's all she is? Because she's not, because she could take some damage. And we have seen it. That, don't put her in the same category as Ostevich, because she's not because she's a more durable fighter than her, and she's a better fighter than people like Pearl Garcia or Ostevich.
0: Right, right. Well, we see how much of a uh, beating she could take on Saturday. This is a 100%.
1: This guy. <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. This got a little heated. But, you know, I think by now fans will recognize how aggressive I get and how chill Gabe is, right? <laughs> because I obviously I'm get lucky. a little, he- like – I get a little heated and Gabe, this is why Gabe is the perfect co-host because he just lets me rat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then he like comes back with the facts. You know what I mean? Like really kind of, we obviously have different picks here. Oh no, same pick. Um, I just feel that the bigger, the bigger conversation here is, um, Gabe putting all this high, f- heat fire on Heba's, and I'm just like not buying it yet. I need to see more from Heba's to be. Also, she has a fucking weird personality, bro. I've been watching her during Yaz Island. She's just. out props to her, but she's a little, she's a little off the rockers, bro. I I thought
0: she, I I loved her personality. Oh,
1: you're a girl's game.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Moving on, bro. Who do we got next? Where am I? Ozdemir. Ozdemir versus uh, Prohaska. Prohaska. Uh, so, let's see here. What do we got? So, his last win was a split decision, um it's i w- did go back and watch the highlights of that fight there was a lot of controversy a lot of people said that that was his not his fight that they you know that he won that decision but it really was uh the last uh, legit win that he did get was against latifi he also has some like notable losses against people like dominic reyes he has the loss against anthony smith and dc Obviously, we can't count those off. Obviously, those are pretty legit um, people that he did lose against. So we can't really write them off based on those losses, right? Yeah. Uh, ProHashka coming off of... um, He's actually... This is his debut. So he is a champion at Ryzen. Here is a big conversation with people that watch other promotions versus people that watch the UFC. You are winning all of these fights, obviously. But is it going to be as validated you know because they aren't the same level of fighters like you could be 10 and 0 but it's not the same thing you know what i mean you might be coming into the ufc undefeated 10 and 0 and it's not going to be the same thing as if a fighter is going 10 and 0 in the ufc it's very different scenarios
0: a hundred percent a hundred percent um of course, the competition in the UFC is way higher than it is in rising. Huh. Um, if you if you do look at uh, pro uh, Prochoc- or I'm going to call him Yeri. Yeri's uh, last couple fights, he's fought all uh, former UFC fighters: C.D. Dalloway, Fab- yeah. Fabio M- Maldonado. Right. Um, Brandon Hazley, which was a Bellator middleweight champion back in the day. King Mo Law. Um, he's also beat uh, Vadim Nemkov, which is fighting for the light heavyweight title for Balator against uh, Ryan Bader. So I mean, he's a good fighter. He's uh, 26 and three, 23 knockouts. So his stand-up is amazing. 10 fight winning streak. Uh, eight and ten, or eight out of his last 10 fights have been first round knockouts. So this guy, his stand-up is great. Of course, like you're saying. Is a the competition there? We all know, right? Exactly. We, we're, going find exactly. Out. we're going to find out Saturday.
1: We are, but this I is definitely mind. something that me and Gabe are looking at. As somebody that is obviously coming off the fucking off the books, knowing like automatically, so definitely right. keeping our eye on somebody like this. That yes, they are debuting. However, we need to keep our eye on people like this that are able to get such a huge. Street going without getting knocked the fuck out and just so many like stoppages like you have to pay due to somebody like this right and this is what we like to do here is really getting to know fighters that we really don't fucking know who the fuck they are right
0: yeah he's amazing stand up well um well i don't like really dana white throwing him in with vulcan right so first of all the light heavyweight i feel is the light division you don't got a lot of top end guys, or you don't got a lot of new blood, right? So for mm. for you to get a guy like um, Yahir or Jahir, and then to throw him in with the Wuss right off the bat against Vulcan, I mean, I guess the positive if he beats Vulcan, then he's one or two fights away from a title shot, or maybe yes. two fights, two three. Yes, but if he loses, now you lose you. one of your young up and coming guys potentially, right? And, and, and so that's the constant get it. battle.
1: That's the constant battle, right?
0: And I think I think I think Vulcan is better than than like a gatekeeper for young prospects, right? So his last fight they gave him Alexander Rack Rackage.
1: Right. The
0: kid was like four and in the UFC. He was a fire two way from the title shot. Like, I mean Vulcan ain't easy out, right? He came in, he knocked everyone out the first three fights, got a title shot within a year. He's lost a couple, but what I've seen in Vulcan, he's not the guy that we first saw just knocking out fools. He's actually expanded his game. He got a good clinch, a wrestling game. He's not just a knockout guy.
1: Anytime you get a fighter that's going to do that, you're going to get a fucking great fight. If you're really not going to be on the level that you need to be when you're signed to the UFC, it will show. It will show with fighters like Vulcan on. It w- He will expose you like that.
0: Right. It- it's a great fight, though. I mean, it's going to be stand-up for. If you really look at this card top to bottom, I mean, we're on the prelims, right? Ray. You got a former title challenger in this fight. You got a big-time prospect, and this is a prelims, right? This card Ray. is stacked. This, this is going to be stat, a danger of a bro, fight. Um, like I said, this guy this guy has 23 out of 26 victories, knockouts. Vulcan is 12 out of 16.
1: Like, this card is stacked.
0: Next fight, where well, we got uh, Muslim Salakoff versus Alessio um, Dos Santos. Alessio uh, Tleski Dos Santos.
1: So, both of these fighters, I gotta be honest and tell you that I didn't know a lot about both of these fighters. I did go in to watch a few of their fights, highlights of their fights, and um, really kind of evaluate how their performances were and analyze kind of how their performances were not only that but who they have fought and how, well, how much of a threat they are and everything like that but um both definitely this is going to be a sleeper and i'm going to tell you i am most excited other than the main card for this fight right here, and I'm going to tell you that this fight right here is the one to watch for the prelims. This is going to be both of these guys super fucking talented. Musa coming, uh, Muslim coming off a three winning, uh, three fight winning streak, two stoppages, one by decision. Obviously, this is kind of the, one of the things I did notice in Santos's fight was the amount of damage that he took so in his um last fight i noticed and even in his last win i noticed how much damage he took but at the same time he was able to recover from all of those damages like any type of damage that you take that he took he was able to recover really well from them that's not my point though as a fighter on the long run you can't take damage like that all the time we have seen it time and time again where You could take damage when you're a younger fighter, but it's going to catch up to you. And it's unnecessary because although um, Dos Santos comes into this fight as a great opponent offensively, I genuinely believe that he lacks in defensive um, fighting. And that is going to be one of those fights where if he does, it did not work on that from his last fight. Muslim is really going to come in and fucking take over this fight. And you are just going to see a lot of fucking crazy shit in this fight. Spinning back a lot of spinning fucking back kicks, a lot of fucking bows, a lot of fucking elbows, just some crazy shit. I'm telling you right now, this is one of the ones that I'm more excited to watch.
0: You, you nailed it on the head right there. Muslim's uh, just a straight badass, right? Um, you, you were talking about the spinning kicks. He has four finishes in his career by spinning. You hear about guys spinning here, spinning. This is the best guy in the game as far as any kind of spinning stuff goes, right? So, uh, you know, he's a badass. Alessio Dos Santos, I mean, that guy was a top 10 guy. He still is, right? He's won eight out of his last 10 USC fights. He has seven fight winning streak. Um, a lot of people didn't want to fight him right when he was on that streak. He was um, uh, a dangerous fighter without a big name yet, right? right. So this is a great matchup. Um, it's going to propel one of these guys into the top ten. Muslim, oh, for sure. One hundred
1: percent, guys.
0: Thirty-five years old, so he has to get going whether he wants to become a top contender. Um, you know, so this is a crucial fight. He has—I don't know if I said it—but fourteen of his sixteen wins. Or by knockout in the first round
1: you guys this is going to be a sleeper this is one of the ones that you got to tune into moving on 100
0: we got mock mock one americani versus danny henry
1: it's important to mention who they have fought and how they have performed against these fighters americani lost versus shane burgos and henry losing against dan ige Okay, let's let let's look at both of those fighters' positions and the losses. What do you think about this matchup, Gabe, and who they have fought and who is on their records? What did it expose in their game?
0: So America uh, Amir America Kahani has definitely faced a tougher competition. I love Danny Ige, but that's really all Henry's really fought, right? So the Burgos fight. So first of all, Amer um Dan, Danny Henry got uh. I believe, knocked down and submitted within a minute in the Danny Gate fight, right? So, so that was just a complete murder. Kahani at least put up a great fight against uh, Shane Burgos. But, I mean, so you got to remember when Mach 1 Americani came into the UFC, I mean, he was a hot prospect. prospect. When I say hot, people were comparing him to Conor McGregor. He had a flying knee knockout in eight seconds, rattled off two more victories. Dana White was hyping him up. Uh, um, he went up against Arnold Allen, which you know we all know how great he is. He's like seven and zero in the UFC, right? So once he lost that fight, a little bit of his hype has fallen off. He hasn't been fighting as uh, as frequent as he should. But he's out in Ireland training with uh, Kavanaugh, John Kavanaugh at S B G. This guy, uh, he's an amazing jiu jitsu guy. Like so, that's the difference between him and Conor. Connor's great stand up. This guy, amazing jiu-jitsu, wild man. You know, if you look at his fights to start off the fight, he runs down, throws a fine, flying, flying knee, flying kick. He's just a wild man in there. So I, I got mean, him.
1: I, I get it. So who, who are we taking this? Who you taking submission, this fight
0: submission, first round.
1: Sorry, I didn't hear you. Who are you taking? I'm taking M-
0: Makwan Americani, first round submission. Okay, Americani. so I'm
1: taking a Car- uh, uh, Maracani too. I'm not. I'm not saying in what form. I just know that he's going to take this fight. Um,
0: Submission, hundred percent. The only
1: thing that I'm worried about, like I said, watching his last performance, you cannot take away from the fact that um, he did gas a little bit when he did try to go for a lot of those takedowns. So I did notice that, and I think that if um, Henry decides to work him a bit. Um, that might challenge him and we shall see though it is a 3-1 fight about so you know we shall see how much his cardio is really tested um i think that the only way henrica i could see henry really winning this fight is kind of a gassing him out just kind of like the uh, burgos fight to where he just takes him down and kind of really just wears him down um puts all that body weight on him and kind of really fucking take advantage of that and really take out all of his um skill set with that cardio being gone
0: that's 100%. I mean, that is the only way he could win. So, Leo uh, Santos, what do you think about the matchup? Do you know anything about the other guy? Roman well, Bogdanov. Roman
1: ba- Bogdanov is 10-0. and 0. The, This does not include the 3-0 amateur fights that he did have. He is number four ranked uh, Russian fighter lightweight of all in the country he is debuting in the ufc again we bring up this conversation of um level of competition i don't know about you gabe but if you tell me that i am the number four lightweight heavy uh, lightweight fighter number four in russia i'm gonna I'm take that as you you're a pretty good fighter I, i'm good I'm good. I'll believe you. I don't you're have right. much to I say mean, about like the it. guy because I don't know a lot about the guy. But from what I've read about him, I'm very impressed. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited to start this journey to get to know this guy And based on what I've read about him and his style of fighting. And if you really want to go into be- technical 13-0, you know, it's like, yeah, amateur fights, but you're fighting solely in Russia. Come, like, I don't know. I just Russians are so tough as shit. Although I don't know much about him, I'm really rooting for the guy to win. So I'm gonna take uh, Bogutov on this fight.
0: That's interesting. So I don't know anything really personally about Roman. I haven't watched him fight. So like you said, he's Russian, right? Um, but typically Russians are known for the wrestling. They're great wrestlers. So I don't know, but I'm assuming he's a wrestler. And this is a horrible matchup for a wrestler. You got Leo Santos, BJJ, world champion, straight badass, right? I mean, his stand-up ain't all that, but on the ground, he's a beast. He's 7-0-1 and, oh and one in the UFC, he hasn't lost in the UFC. For them to match him up with a, a fresh guy debut, it's an interesting call. Either they, they have no faith in Santos or they're really high on this other kid.
1: Alright, Gabe's gonna this this brings us to our last fight you guys. There is a few early prelims fights you guys and um, we decided just to cover one because there was just a lot going on over there (laughs) so uh, Gabe what do you know about this fight versus uh, can you help me out here?
0: Uh, I will try. I don't know how to pronounce the first guy's name. Um, Salas Sumagalov Sounds pretty
1: accurate Rulon, to
0: me. Against Rulon um, Pavia. So I, I really don't know much Pavia. about these two guys, right? One guy's making his debut, Pavia. Uh, I believe he has like three fights in the UFC. He came through Dana White's contender series um had an amazing record i think he was 18 and 1 got the victory signed with the ufc and there's a little backstory, tragic story that happened um a little after he signed with the ufc so basically he was in brazil um he went out with his girlfriend they went out to a club um i guess some guy started some drama with him he backed up pavla backed up said hey i want no drama he tried to leave he jumped on his motorcycle. The guy followed him. The guy and the other guy followed him in a truck. Um, Pava stopped at a stoplight and he, the, the other guy crashed into the back of um, the motorcycle, dragged his girlfriend, I believe, for like a block or two. And unfortunately, she didn't survive. She passed away. Hey. So basically, since I read that story, I've been rooting, on, rooting for this guy. Um, you know, it's a good story. And not it's not a good story, but it's a um, a good reason that, that
1: to right there is one of those stories that just tug at your heart and 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 right? just really so it's
0: just it's, how can you not root for the guy? how can, how can, you, can you not, not root, root for, for the guy? guy
1: exactly
0: so I hope everyone when you watch this fight you think about him, think about his girlfriend and right. root for the guy good guy, he's trying to battle he's trying to come back, you know and now I have up. to
1: come in talking about fucking. How do you say it? Let's I see. don't know. So whatever I'm you going say, to. We're gonna gonna, with you. Okay, I'm going to. This is Salas um, Sokolov,
0: Sokolov, Sokolov. How about we go double Z? Double Z. Okay, well, double good,
1: good. Z. we're just going to go with double Z over here. He is a champion at Fight Night Global. Okay, he is coming off a fourth four win. Never watched a guy fight. Um, I can't really say much about him because I don't really know about him, but um i am obviously gonna root for this guy, like you know it's obviously something very tragic that happened to him, and guys, this is it. We reached the end. uh, yeah, we fucking uh, pretty much killed it all the way. We always say it's funny because me and Gabe were like discuss this before like we started recording. We're like, how long is this episode gonna be, and we were just like. No, like an hour. You guys, we started like at five forty. It's eight o'clock. This guy. I
0: pushed for a shorter, you know, an hour, right? But here we go. This guy. Hours, this guy.
1: This guy texts me and is like, "What? Well, how long do you want this to be?" And <laughs> da, da, da. like basically, like I'm fucking forcing this guy i was pissed bro i was literally oh, like you don't even need to be on the episode bro like i don't even need you on this episode
0: is that fucked <laughs> up pissed. or what come on now I was, I was like "Ooh," on the other side of the phone i was like ooh, i've done a shitload of research so <laughs> yeah <did that.
1: laughs> so don't forget to follow uh my instagram Crawly MMA fan and I mean I guess you can follow co-host, possible co-host, GBBA31 on Instagram. I'll see you guys later.